Hey everyone, this is Steve from Experience Milwaukee, and I have to say a few things before we jump into this episode with Milwaukee Downtown CEO Beth Wirick. Uh, there's a lot here, kind of a lot, so bear with me for just a couple of minutes. Uh, mostly, uh, and first of all, thanks, thank you, thanks so much, all of you for listening. The response to the podcast has been amazing. We are growing each week, and uh, appreciate that uh, so much, and um, really motivates us to continue to put all of this content together every week. Uh, also, thanks to all of you who joined us during Startup Milwaukee Week for the live recording with Wantable founder and CEO Jalem Getz. Lots of fun and uh, a really great opportunity to meet you, our listeners and subscribers uh, in person and uh, enjoy some of that uh, amazing food over at Transfer Pizzeria Cafe. Um, Also, thanks to those of you who have purchased and I see sporting around town an Experience Milwaukee podcast t-shirt. If you don't have one but want one, they are only $20 and you can get them only by emailing me, Steve, at experiencemilwaukeepodcast.com. And have to mention, uh, if you want to stay up to date with new shows, what's coming up, uh, please, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you are subscribed on any of the platforms where you find and listen to podcasts, uh, I guess it'd be great, too, if you would leave a review, good or bad, comments, whatever they are, just throw them out there. Uh, it will only help to improve the show. Okay, so let's get to some uh, some other things here. Uh, if you don't know, this podcast is sponsored by Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, located on First and Mitchell in Milwaukee. Check them out at transfermke.com. Uh, great place, great environment. We do uh, actually record several of our shows there as well when we can. Um, but yeah, give them a check. Uh, stop in at lunch for lunch for for dinner. Uh, There's always something happening over there, music and entertainment and great food. Um, Speaking of music, the show music, the intro and the outro, uh, are both brought to you by Black Belt Theater, a super amazing Milwaukee band. You can find more info on them on Facebook, including, uh, of course, their music, videos, little, some maybe a little crazy videos, and uh, tour dates, as always, um, check them out. Support local music any way you can. Always great. And um, if you are a music fan thinking of visiting Milwaukee, uh, we've got a great scene here for you to, to get into. So, all right. I'm really excited to share this episode with Beth Wirick, the CEO of Milwaukee Downtown, uh, which is Business Improvement District number 21. Milwaukee Downtown has been around for quite some time, established in 1998, and uh, really they are there to support the interests of the Milwaukee, uh, downtown Milwaukee business community uh, by creating a clean, safe, and friendly downtown. And if you have been there or if you are considering coming to downtown Milwaukee, they do just that. Clean, safe, friendly a great, interactive, engaging downtown uh, in Milwaukee. Um, 
And incredibly, they do this across about 150 blocks, which represents about 500 commercial property owners. Incredible work. Um, But you'll hear more in this episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit them, check them out at milwaukeedowntown.com. And with that, here's our conversation with Beth Wirick, CEO of Milwaukee Downtown. Hello, Beth, and welcome to the Experience Milwaukee podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here. It's awesome to have you here. Um, You know, we go way back to early days of the company I used to run and and collaborating around things in downtown Milwaukee. So it's great to have you on the show and talking about the things you love most about this city. And who would have ever predicted this city would be as awesome as it is. We Today, would have, right? probably. We, we did. I think we wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we did. Um, we, we blogged it or tweeted it or something <laughs> like that. So um, before we jump into some very tough questions about Milwaukee, why don't you give, uh, for those listening who are outside of the city, don't know much about uh, Milwaukee downtown, uh, maybe a, a little bit of background, sort of the how, where, and why. Sure. So the organization that I work for is called Milwaukee Downtown, and we are a business improvement district. And a business improvement district is essentially commercial property owners within a very specific geographic area who have a very focused mission, and they pay an annual assessment to our organization to help us fulfill Uh, the goals and objectives of the organization, which in our case are very focused on promoting downtown Milwaukee as a regional destination. So we have about 500 commercial property owners who fund our organization. We are right now celebrating our 21st year and, um, you know, our stakeholders have really seen the value in having a focused strategy and being very specific in where our resources are going and how we're telling the story about downtown Milwaukee to really help it grow uh, economically with job growth, adding tax base, attracting visitors, and really enhancing the quality of life within our community. That's really cool. So a a business improvement district often referred to as a bid. Right. Um, But you guys have done a really good job branding your bid and making it, giving it life, creativity. Um, What do we, as people roaming downtown, how do we see or feel the things that your organization does? Well, I think seasonally you see and feel them. Most people don't know that it's the bid and um, I think we're okay with that because really our, our primary objective is to enhance quality of life in downtown Milwaukee. But for example, in the spring, you would see and feel the excitement around Taste and Toast, which is a really great week-long happy hour event. Um, You would begin to see the super block cleanups taking place where clean sweep crews are out in the street and they're, you know, they're power washing the sidewalk, they're removing graffiti, they're really doing a great job with spring cleaning and you know, preparing for a really busy summer. You'll see our landscape crews out there planting, them. planting. Right. You know, the beautiful flowers that go up, and um, you know, in late in late spring, you'll see our crews that are working on the installation of the public art for Sculpture Milwaukee. Sure. Uh, so you know, throughout throughout the city, it, it depends upon you know. There's various times of year that you would see the work that we're heavily engaged in, and it's really about. 
um, clean, safe, and friendly, and I know that term is overused, but when you look at basic human needs, desires, wants, and what people feel uh, when they visit an area, those are, those are things that are important to people, clean, safe, and friendly. And so that's really our basic core services, but we do so much more beyond that to really brand downtown Milwaukee and to focus on programming that really drives consumers into our businesses and really helps our visitors, our residents, and our workforce have a build a strong connection with our community through a variety of ways. Sure, sure. Um, so I just imagine you have a very thankless job. You, you have a whole team of people doing all of these things behind the scenes, and everyone loves downtown Milwaukee, and no one gives you credit, um, that the credit you deserve at least. But, however, what kind of feedback along those lines do you get on the positive side from the business owners or, or and or, you know, visitors themselves? Well, I get, I, I get a lot of great feedback. I, I you know, I think just in, in general, uh, people who feel connected to their community, they always want to give you their suggestions and ideas on how you can make it better. Right. And so I have a wonderful long list of <laughs> fabulous ideas. Projects to work right. on, and right? It's, yeah. but, but you know, it's, you never know. It may rise to the top and you may be able to get that done. I do. We, we really do engage in market research and it's really important for us to get feedback from our stakeholders and the variety of constituents that we serve. And we do hear that the projects and programs that we bring to fruition are really important to our visitors. And I just equate it back to just my own personal experience. I just spent two weeks in France. And, you know, what do you take away from you? Yeah, there's, you know, when you're in Paris, there's the Eiffel Tower and there's the Arc de Triomphe. But, you know, to me, it's about that experience, that immersion into the, into the culture mm -hmm. of the people who live there, right. the food they eat, the art they love, the conversations they have, a picnic on the, you know, a picnic on the, on the river. Um, and, and, and I think those are the kinds of things that we create here, and we get good feedback from our stakeholders and from our constituency that it is clean, it is safe, it is friendly, that they see value in the events that we do, whether it's dining week or employee appreciation week or the Holiday Lights Festival, um, and that we help to create an environment that is really memorable. And so um, there are certainly people who thank us, and then there are certainly people <laughs> who have... Um, opinions and ideas about other things that we could do to make the community even better. But I think that's one of the great things about Milwaukee is that a lot of people take ownership of it. Right. I agree. Yeah. Whether they're visitors or residents, right? Yeah, right. absolutely. So switching it up a little bit, just kind of taking your, your perspective into consideration, how do you describe Milwaukee to someone who's never been? Well, I describe Milwaukee as a beautiful, one of the most beautiful cities that you will ever visit, that enjoys the four seasons, that is situated on the Great Lake Michigan, which some mistake for an ocean, <laughs> with a beautiful sparkling skyline that is expanding nearly every week, it right. seems like, uh, surrounded by a, a series of really wonderful, uh, unique neighborhoods that will give you a different experience with each and every one that you visit. And of course, fabulous, wonderful, Midwestern charm and hospitality, great food, music, and culture. Love it. I love yeah, it. That, so was, that was brief, wasn't it? It was, it was perfect. I think <laughs> some people who may be listening may be writing all that down and using it 
for themselves uh, depending on what kind of work they do but um that's one of the best ways I've ever heard it put so great job yeah well I think you know too that it's just I think we hear repeatedly whenever we have new people who come and visit the city that it is so much more than they ever expected. They're surprised, yeah, right? Yeah, we, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, we definitely underpromise and overdeliver, Absolutely. and they are pleasantly surprised. Yeah, my uh, it's funny. My wife, who works for Visit Milwaukee, stores uh, visitors' guides in my car, and we often run into people from out of state, out of town, and share that with them. Um, even on vacation, we ran into a couple who were on their way here, and and we shared some of those same thoughts around why they what they should do while they're here for a few days so it's so nice we have so many good milwaukee ambassadors so ambassador, out there. Uh, everywhere there are ambassadors <laughs> right. right so um as as someone in the business of promoting the cool funny quirky things about milwaukee how have you seen um and this has been an interesting question for previous guests but how have you seen pride in the city change or you know grow what has it what how what has it done oh, over God. the past few years several years I love this question I mean if I could go back to my high school years you know I'm a I'm a product of MPS and me too uh yeah um and I remember taking the number 10 bus to Mecca which as you know was the arena at the time yep that we would go see concerts at and I believe it was Foghat Boston and maybe Ario Speedwagon and I remember getting off the bus and thinking and, you know, I was 16. And even though we used to go downtown and do Sunday drives with the family, it was like my first experience as a teenager looking at the city thinking like, wow, it's just so dead down here. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like at that moment in my life, I didn't know what it would be, but I would be involved in something that would bring life and vitality back to our downtown. Because I remember stories from my grandparents and my aunties and uncles from Tuesday night, uh, you know, watching Wheel of Fortune to Friday night fish fries and them talking about how wonderful it used to be when they would take the interurban downtown and, you know, and they would go ballroom dancing and they would have a fabulous time at the theaters. And and then um, I love now when I leap forward to where we are today and look at the progress that we've made. When our business improvement district was first created 21 years ago, I remember people would say, oh, Beth, you're such a Pollyanna. Are you kidding me? This city is hopeless or it's never going to bounce back and I always said oh my god we're like the who's in Whosville it's like we are here we are here we Uh are here and I think you know that we've done a really good job of telling the story because Milwaukee is a great product you know when you think about pitching something you know the built environment the natural environment with the waterways and our great lakefront and the great quality of life and then of course the growing industries and economy here and I look at the nightlife our nighttime economy is booming and again the expansion of arts and culture we've become a magnet and what I love now is just how many people almost argue over who loves Milwaukee more right so it's like hey what about me it's funny (laughs) um so Frank Kepler was on the previous episode And he talks about very similar things, but from his perspective as creating products to display, you know, things about the city and where they couldn't give away shirts that had Milwaukee on them to their employees, their young, the young employees at the time, 20 years ago. 
And now it's just everyone you see has a some kind of Milwaukee shirt on. Oh, absolutely. And you see people in line at the public market or, you know, at the at the Grand Avenue for those Brew City beer gear. They I know they're right? after. Right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, cool. So I, I almost I don't think I need to ask this question, but I'm going to ask this question. But why do you maybe in a sentence or two? Why do you love Milwaukee? Well, I love Milwaukee because it's my home. I'm, you know, born and raised in the city, girl, mm-hmm. and I feel a lot of emotional attachments here because of the, the people I've raised my children here, my grandchildren right. are here. But really more than anything, I think it's probably the passion and commitment that folks in this community have um, in really growing the city and all working together to really make it a fabulous destination. It might sound quirky, but that really is what I love about the city. Now, I, I would echo a lot of those things as well. So it's, um, and it's authentic, I know, just knowing you. And I think the audience can feel that as well. So um, maybe some rapid fire things. Uh, favorite, favorite anything to do in Milwaukee? Maybe oh, eat. three things. <laughs> How about what? Eat. Eat, right. <laughs> I mean, um, definitely dining. I love I love going out to eat. I love uh, just the culinary experiences and the wide array of restaurants that we have in the city. Um, I really, I love... I love the farmer's markets, and it's not just to go there and buy the fresh produce, but it's just to socialize with people and just to make that connection from, you know, rural to urban and that whole farm-to-table concept. Mm -hmm. And then I love how we are really just being saturated with arts and programming in our third spaces. Like, I love our ethnic festivals, and I, oh my God, I love Summerfest, but I love some of the things that are just popping up in our neighborhoods, you know, like this past weekend was India Fest at Humboldt, Humboldt Park and, you know, just strolls along the River Walk or the River Challenge, just the things that sort of pop up in the neighborhood. Right. And speaking of third space, I've got a third space right here. Yes, yeah, you so do. I'm enjoying a third space brew. Um, okay, r- more rapid fire. Favorite color? Um, I would say royal blue. Royal blue, mm-hmm. okay. Favorite food? Oh, gosh. Well, I've really been into meat on the street lately, the Filipino food. It's okay. awesome. I haven't tried yeah. that yet, so oh my gosh. I'll look out and for it. Yeah, well, in Fauntleroy, French food, just okay. tried that new restaurant. Awesome. Amazing. Perfect. Yeah. Um, number one hobby right now? Cooking. <laughs> so everything does revolve around. There seems re- to be food related, around, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, favorite song? <laughs> well, I, gosh, that's a tough one. My husband passed away with a year ago uh-huh. and so I've been listening to Van Morrison a lot lately and Into the Mystic is a song that right now is just resonating with me but if you ask me in a month it'll be a different something, favorite song something else yeah. okay yeah I, I kind of uh, well I'm stuck in a time period of music uh, from 90s and 80s and uh, I often jump into whatever's current through the kids you know yeah. whatever they're listening to yes or you go to a band that you like from the back in the day and a new opening band you discover through that process. So, I agree. So that's been fun. Yeah, and there's been a lot of cover. My daughter's a DJ, so I'm exposed oh, to a see, lot of music. So You're on the cutting edge. It's hard. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. It's hard to keep up. I, I know. mean, I even listen to country music occasionally. Now. Yeah. <laughs> My kids love that. <laughs> yeah. um, favorite holiday? Uh, it's so hard. Tough one. Because I love Thanksgiving because I cook for my family. Mm-hmm. 
But of course, I love Christmas because it's just family getting together. And to me, Christmas is a season, not a day. And in downtown Milwaukee looks fabulous during the holidays. So, it really yeah. does. It really does. And it gets better every single year. So techie question, what app do you use most outside of work? Well, I probably won't surprise you that it's Open Table. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Making you know, reservations. <laughs> right. And, and then Uber to get sure, me there. Sure. You know, or if I'm driving, uh, MKE Park. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, so, I'm on all of those as I'm well. I'm so practical. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get things done quickly, right? right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so wrapping up, how... And again, you know, someone who's so immersed in downtown and the city as a whole, and I'm sure the outlying suburbs and neighborhoods, how do you see or what do you see for the future of Milwaukee? Um, what's on the horizon? Well, I see enormous opportunity for us to really continue the investment in the brick and mortar, which I think is critically important as we continue to add to the tax base and become a much more competitive environment um, in, in attracting a workforce. I love the, the continued collaboration between our workforce and our uh, higher ed institutions, you know, whether it's Marquette or MSOE or MyEd. Right. Um, you know, and I look at some of the industries, you know, Johnson Controls and Manpower and GE Healthcare and Medical and those collaborations. And I think that's really key. I think we're all keeping a keen eye on the Foxconn opportunity and that what that ripple effect will mean. And, and the other thing that I really love about it is we are beginning to have conversations, not just about downtown Milwaukee and not just about the near downtown neighborhoods and not just about the city, but really about the region mm -hmm. and the implications for the uh, success of the region and, and what those implications will mean to the rest of the state in a really good positive way. And I love that we're starting to have statewide dialogue around uh, strengthening southeastern Wisconsin as a region. And I see and feel a lot of hopefulness to continue a really strong economic growth for all of us and we we will all prosper and I'm I'm a big believer in the dynamic laws of prosperity and with the effort energy talent creativity and innovation of Milwaukeeans in southeastern Wisconsin I just believe this the sky is the limit great yeah I agree and and even how those initiatives will reach some of the underrepresented neighborhoods around town that you know i think will just make milwaukee better overall yeah um yeah. uh so if you leave here you beth and you the audience with any one thing i think you need to know milwaukee is lucky to have you mm. it's the work you do is tremendous and we all feel it as we walk around downtown so thank you so much mm. and thanks for being on the podcast thank you so much all right talk soon all right, all right bye